from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that shines a light on the ups and downs of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lussier, and in this episode, we're looking at the infamous blackout that plunged New Yorkers into darkness during one of the bleakest periods in the city's history. The day was July 13, 1977. A citywide power outage created total chaos in New York City. The 25-hour blackout was primarily caused by a series of lightning storms in nearby Westchester County, though operator mistakes and mechanical failures are believed to have played a role as well. In any case, after the skyline went dark, many New Yorkers seized on the confusion and began looting businesses and starting fires in the streets. The mayhem revealed just how dire the social and economic conditions had become in many parts of the city. But the only immediate response to the unrest was that more than 3,700 people went to jail. It was the largest mass arrest in the history of New York City, and a clear indication that something was rotten in the Big Apple. By the time the blackout hit, there was already a prevailing sense of unease in the city. That was partly because New York was in the grips of a brutal heat wave, with temperatures often topping 100 degrees for several days at a time. But the sweltering heat was actually the least of the city's worries that summer. The ongoing financial crisis was a much greater concern. By the late 1970s, New York was on the verge of bankruptcy and responded by slashing the budget for many of the city's social services. This resulted in the closure of hospitals and public libraries, as well as massive layoffs of civil servants, including firefighters, police, public school teachers, and sanitation workers. These cutbacks pushed the unemployment rate even higher, 
while also putting further stress on the residents who relied on these services the most. And if widespread poverty and inequality weren't bad enough, there was also rampant crime to contend with. In the last 10 years, the rates of murders, assaults, and car thefts in New York City had more than doubled, and at the time of the blackout, the Son of Sam serial killer was still on the loose as well. The whole city was a powder keg of tension then, ready to blow at any moment, and the match that wound up setting it all off was a severe thunderstorm on the night of July 13th. Shortly after 8.30pm, a bolt of lightning struck two high-voltage lines at a power plant in Westchester County. Then, about 20 minutes later, another lightning strike took out two more power lines at an electrical substation along the Hudson River. That station alone provided power to 8 million people in the greater New York area, and when it went down, it triggered a wave of power failures throughout the system. Neighborhoods blinked off one by one, and by 9.40 p.m., all five boroughs of the city had fallen dark. Those who had gone to bed early wouldn't learn of the blackout until the following morning, provided, of course, that they lived in the relative peace of an affluent neighborhood. But for anyone out and about that night, there was no avoiding the topic of the blackout. The power was off almost everywhere. Thousands of travelers suddenly found themselves stranded at the city's airports and train stations, while underground, commuters were escorted off stalled trains and guided through pitch-black subway tunnels. At Lincoln Center, the audience was evacuated in the middle of a ballet performance, and at Shea Stadium, a game between the Mets and the Chicago Cubs had to be called off during the sixth inning. Many New Yorkers had to walk home that night through dark, nearly deserted streets, glancing over their shoulder all the while to make sure the Son of Sam wasn't sneaking up on them. The more intrepid residents made the most of the situation, like those at a bar in midtown Manhattan, where customers simply carried on drinking by candlelight. However, the mood was far less cheerful in other parts of the city, most notably in Bushwick and portions of the Bronx, where many communities of color resided. All the city's pent-up frustration seemed to boil over right there in the poorest neighborhoods, subjecting their peaceful residents to what the mayor would later refer to as, quote, a night of terror. The New York Times described the scene in a front-page story the following morning. According to the author, quote, thousands of looters, emboldened by darkness and confusion, ranged through the city last night and early today in a wave of lawlessness. Amid shattering glass, wailing sirens, and the clang of trash cans used to demolish metal storefront barricades, thieves and vandals ravaged store after store. Firefighters responded to a total of 1,037 fires that night, dozens of which were still burning the next morning. The city streets were also littered with broken glass and debris from the more than 1,600 stores that had been broken into. Power was gradually restored to the city on July 14th, and the entire system was back online by 10.40 that night, roughly 25 hours after the blackout began. A congressional study later placed the cost of the city's damages at a little over $300 million, or about $1.5 billion in today's money. But the social costs of the 77 blackout were much harder to measure. Nearly 4,000 people had been arrested in a number of hours, 
many of whom were crammed into overcrowded cells and makeshift holding areas. Their shoddy treatment was a reflection not only of the overstretched police force, but of the racial and political tensions that had made the city such a volatile place to begin with. The blackout threw these issues and many others into sharp relief, and once the lights were back on, it was clear New Yorkers had a lot of cleaning up to do, in more ways than one. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed today's show, consider keeping up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback you'd like to share, feel free to pass it along by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays and Ben Hackett for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.